From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of April 18th, 2012. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, the birthday boy, Walter Eccles, Teresa Eccles, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. This is where uh, it gets fun. Yeah, really. Full house. <laughs> full house back in, the, uh, back in the peanut gallery, of course, the lovely and talented Miss Kathy Whirling, and uh, some special guests, some of our listeners, Dustin West. Kristen Moffat and Matt Lawrence, who uh, wins the award for traveling the furthest to be here today, Australia. He even came further than the nether people. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, of course, Max the intern, who has, as always, been dispatched on a food run. Uh, in this week's show, Kathy and Teresa will have their Epcot 101 segment, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, John, Kevin, Walter, and I will discuss our recent experiences on board some Royal Caribbean cruises, and specifically how those cruises compare to Disney Cruise Line. All that plus this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Well, uh, welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, we do have a couple of items in housekeeping. First and foremost, I'd just like to ask everybody to keep our business partner and good friend Donna Lefevre on uh, your thoughts and prayers. She has uh, been in the hospital this weekend. Uh, they're still not 100% sure exactly what happened, but it does look like she might might have had a, uh, a mini-stroke. And, uh, you know, we did, I know John talked to her yesterday, I talked to her yesterday, she sounded really good. She sounds great, she's in good spirits, there was no motor skill damage, there's, you know, she just, she's having trouble remembering the incident itself. Yeah, and so. I, I, what I said to her yesterday was, you know, that could be a blessing, so, right. you know, but... Uh, just ask everybody to please uh, say a say a prayer and keep her in your thoughts. She should um, be home today. That's what we're hoping. She's going to be home today. Absolutely. Uh, also, I um, want to uh, let, just update everyone. Um, as I'm sure most of you know who uh, visit the boards on a regular basis, um, we are uh, migrating the boards now to new servers. Um, and uh, it's been, you know, it's... What I need people to understand is that this is not like going to Best Buy and picking up a new computer and turning it on and loading some software and all of a sudden it's up. It's not like that at all. It's not even close. Uh, this actually is a process that started about uh, two weeks ago. And, uh, you know, everything has to be brought over a certain way. A lot of testing has to be done to make sure certain things work. Uh, it's a really intensive process. And uh, especially those of you who have been complaining about the boards, um, I would really appreciate it if you would post on the board somewhere a thank you to Alex, Webmaster Alex, who did an extraordinary job with this. Um, I can't tell you how difficult it is to move these sites, especially the boards. Um, it is, it's, it's Herculean. And in a lot of ways, he's an army of one doing this stuff. You know, we can help him with testing and, and spotting stuff, but the actual f migration from one server to another is, is done by Alex. And, you know, he's behind the scenes a lot. He's never on the show. Uh, he doesn't post on the boards a lot. But Alex has been an integral part of this team for 
uh, 14 years now and has uh, guided us as our business grew and as the site grew, um, helped us you know, to you know, figure out what the right technology was to help us grow. And, and uh, I, I just can't say enough about him and, and how, how much he has done for us. And he really is one of the unsung heroes. He's, he's somebody behind the scenes, never takes a bow, never asks for, for that kind of attention. In fact, he'd be um, a little embarrassed with what I'm saying right now because just, it's just not his style. But he deserves the praise, and he deserves the thanks. And he at least deserves the thanks with the same amount of energy that the complaints came in with. So I would appreciate it. I would appreciate it if people would go to the boards Whatever boards you frequent, whether you know whether it's the podcast board, the community board, theme parks, resorts, whatever it is, because I'm not seeing that, and that's kind of pissing me off. That with all the whining about how slow the boards were, that now that the boards are screaming fast, not that there aren't still a few technical bugs being worked out, but you can post and you can post fast. Um. Go say thank you now. Let me see you put some effort into that, please. I would appreciate that. Personally, I would appreciate that. Um, so there's that. Now, uh, Teresa, you have something. Yes, I do. Where'd it go? Here it is. Uh, I just wanted to tell everyone about the Diz Meet, not the Diz Meet, the Give Kids the World Meet in Iowa, May 5th. And it was on my iPad until I started speaking, and then it disappeared. I believe it is in Cedar Falls, Iowa, May 5th, $10 a person. It's on the Diz boards. Uh, there's a thread about it. I just uh, want to remind everybody about it. We'll post a link to that post in the show notes page. So another good meet for a cause. Do we know who's putting that together? She did. But I did, but it's gone, baby. I don't remember. And it seems like it's slowing down on the, the boards, people doing fundraising events. Yeah. And now we're moving towards summer. It's a perfect time to have some fundraising activities in your community. And if you let Teresa or I know, we'll mention it here on the podcast. So we'll mention it. Send them along. Absolutely. Yeah. The good cause. Awesome. Thank you very much, Teresa. And John, you have something. I do. Podcast Cruise 3.0 approaching rapidly. I know. It is just around the corner. Um, we have sent out some emails and posted on the the cruise board of the Diz Unplug the sub forum uh, to a, a link for how to sign up for your credentials for the cruise. We still have some people who have not signed up yet. Please go sign up for your credentials. We need to do that so that we can get them produced and we can get them in place prior to the cruise. The same link where you can sign up for your credentials will allow you to sign up for pre and post nights at the Swan. We've negotiated an incredible rate at the Swan, $115 per night, pre and post. Can't beat that. Got to love the Swan. They're really, really great folks. And we're also offering uh, Diz slash Dreams transfers. We're going to be contracting with a bus company where we're going to pick people up at your resort and take you to the port and then back and or to the airport if you need it. So all that's available in that same link. Uh, we are working. We had a discussion before the show about uh, some of the things we're going to do, some of the events. We've already announced this. We know that um, Kevin Kidney and Jody Daly, two artists who are associated very closely with the Walt Disney Company, produced uh, 50th anniversary stuff for Disneyland, 40th anniversary stuff for Disney World. Um, They're going to be on the ship. They're going to give a seminar, and they're going to do a signing 
of their merchandise. Awesome. We're working with Disney Cruise Line to get the merchandise available for sale. So hopefully uh, that'll be great. If not, you can bring your own stuff, and they will gladly sign that for you. We will be doing a live show on the cruise, as always, and then we've got some other things planned. So it can be lots of fun. Absolutely. Now, uh, for those uh, not aware, uh, there are no sp- there's no space at all available on Podcast Cruise 3.0. You can write to Tracy, Tracy H at DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com. We just had a couple of cancellations, so we may have some space available, but it's really, really tight. Yeah. Um, uh, what I was going to say, though, is that if you are interested in doing a Podcast Cruise, uh, we are doing another one in December, um, December 12th through the 19th on the Fantasy Seven Night Cruise. Um, and we have some exciting stuff that we're working on for that. We've so. already announced that Dave Smith, yep. Disney historian, will definitely be on that cruise. So we're very excited about that. Did you want to mention, too, that with the credentials, that the only people that they're being mailed to are the ones that are using the, yep. your transportation yep. so that everybody's not looking for them in the mail? We've. Uh, this is part of the sign-up process and part of what you get when you go through the signing up for the credentials. There's a little explanation that says if you're taking our transfers, we will mail you credentials. So that you have them in advance. But if not, we've already arranged with Disney Cruise Line. We're going to have a, um, a conference room set up on the ship that will be open when you get on. And it will be our sort of hospitality area where people can come and say hi and pick up your credentials and get some information about the, uh, the events that are going on as well. Awesome. So how many people are signed up for this one about? It's over 400. 400. Wow. It's over 400. It's a few people. Yeah, we we made these a little bit smaller though. The last one was seven fifty, so it's still a good. Vicinity. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait. Be, be awesome. I do have a new one now. The housekeeping. Okay. It just came up. Well, too bad. It's too late. <laughs> it's too Breaking late. news. Housekeeping's I broke, over. I missed the deadline. You did. All right. If you're going on the Italy trip, your ABD boxes are starting to arrive. There are no more exciting. spots on the Italy trip. Or the Backstage Magic trip, but we still have spots on our London Paris trip. So if you'd be like like to be one of those people who receives a goodie box from ABD, let me know. All right. Anything else for housekeeping? That's it for me. All right. That will do it for housekeeping. And Johnny with the news. All right. Our first news story. D23 presents treasures of the Walt Disney Archives at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library and Museum. Okay, there's so many things wrong with that sentence. <laughs> The largest exhibition ever curated by the Walt Disney Archives at 12,000 square feet will encompass more than 500 historic artifacts from nearly nine decades of Disney history. Treasures of the Walt Disney Archives opens at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library and Museum on July 6, 2012, continuing through April 2013. Okay, why at the Ronald Reagan Library? Well, I didn't include that in the story. There's this whole big thing about how Bob Iger was explaining that Disney and Ronald Reagan were very good friends. You know, that Ronald Reagan was part of the opening of Disneyland. He was... Yeah, so was Art Linkletter, so was Bob Hope, so was a bunch of other people. Let's do it at their house. They don't have libraries. (laughs) (laughs) Of the more than 500 artifacts... Hold on a second. I feel like Teresa. I lost my page. Of the more than 500 artifacts, at least half have never been seen by the public, including models, props, costumes, set pieces, and artwork from throughout Disney history. Uh, among the extraordinary items to be found are the original script written by Walt Disney for Mickey Mouse's film debut in 1928's Steamboat Willie. A faithful recreation of Walt's formal office from the Walt Disney Studios in Burbank, including original furniture and many of his personal items. 
hand-drawn artwork and sculptures used in production of some of the most beloved Disney animation classics ever. Props from classic Disney live-action productions, including Mary Poppins, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, The Absent-Minded Professor, The Shaggy Dog. Um, sculptures, there'll be a salute to Disneyland and the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World, showcasing theme park artwork, audio-animatronic characters, and, mem- and memorabilia. For exhibit hours and additional information, visit the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library online at www.reaganlibrary.com. Where's the Reagan Library? Somewhere in California. Yeah, isn't that going to be like Santa Clara? I don't know. I think that's where he's from. It's not too far from Disney because, was it Tom Bell or somebody just did a blog about going to the the library? He grew up in Illinois, but he's... I think it's something to see. I love the original stuff like that. Yeah, I'd like to see that myself. Now, wouldn't you think this would be a great thing for them to take on tour? Yes. This should have been what went in the Virgin Megastore building. Exactly. They should take this on tour a little bit. No, they won't. Instead, we have the dresses of... You've got to remember. You've got to remember that all Disney fans are in California. What's the matter with you? You you That's where all the Disney fans... There are no Disney fans outside of California. In fact, there's no Disney fans outside of Orange County in California, apparently. Apparently. (laughs) Because that's where everything goes on. D23, please. What a bunch of jerks. Oh, do you have to be a member of that to go to this? You have to be... No, you can just go to the library and and see it. Okay, good. You can just go eat the... Uh, when was it? D23 is putting it on, but you right. can go. As- you can go. D23 is putting it on, and there's a discount if you're a D23 member, but there's it's open to the general public. It's July 6th, 2012 through April 2013. Well, guess what? There's going to be like a timeshare tour where you need to get, yeah, yeah. Really watch a film before you go in. Right. Well, There'll be a gift shop. <laughs> we're going to be out there for a backstage magic. Maybe we'll get a chance to swing by and see it. A Reagan We gift might have shop? to add an extra night. I'm sure there is a Reagan gift shop. I know. I would like to go to the memory eraser. <laughs> oh, oh Lord! All different kinds of china. A pill you can take where you'll ignore AIDS. Oh my God! Oh All right. my and Lord! Our second story. <laughs> hey, look! You know what? It's it's what happens. It's what happens. So we're gonna you know bring up Reagan. We're gonna talk okay, about what okay. let's talk about what happens. Okay, okay. He ignored AIDS. He ignored AIDS mm-hmm. for the first what five years of his administration. How many people died before this man ever said the word AIDS in public? Story two. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's the truth. Let's say he was a lousy president. I'm just saying that was kind of messed up. That's all. That's why I would never step foot in the Ronald Reagan library. Okay, go ahead. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you were Not even to watch a D23 film? Yeah, really. I need to attend a D23 event. I just want you to know that I'm posting on the boards and we have those ads at the top. And I got an ad that says you can buy one tutu, one tutu, and get one free. And it does say tutus. Just wanted to let you know. There's an ad for tutus on the boards? <laughs> I love the upgrade. All right. Disneyland Paris CEO Philip Gass unveils plans for future projects. Chief Executive Officer of Euro Disney. Philippe Gass made a couple of announcements recently. In the is that his name, Philippe Gass? Mm-hmm. That's not how you childhood. pronounce it, is it? <laughs> is this a new news story? I don't think it's been Euro Disney for a while. Well, that's the name of the company. Oh. Disneyland Paris is the actual, actual <laughs> resort. Um, they're considering addition of an interactive attraction inspired by Toy Story Pixar following the popular success of the Toy Story Playland area. Uh, they explain they um, maybe lose my place. 
They announced plans to introduce Star Wars 2, The Adventures Continues at Disneyland Paris. And they are talking about their third theme park that's going to be built out there. It's supposed to be open in 2035, and they're waiting for some... Um, what, 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 what? 2035? Yep. Wow, let me get real excited now. Considering third theme park that will open before 2035, according to an agreement signed between the company and the French state in 2010. Uh, They will decide in 2020 if the concept is viable or not. Wait a minute. Good Lord. (laughs) Gotta love the Europeans. Please don't write to us asking if we can book it yet. (laughs) (laughs) There's also a new resort and water park going in, the biggest in Europe, Villages Nature. 2062. It's scheduled (laughs) to open in mid-2015. Imagineer Joe Rohde, head designer for Animal Kingdom and Walt Disney World, is currently working on the project that includes an artificial swimming lake heated by geothermal reserves, I guess. Hmm. So there's a lot going on out there, and you guys really messed me up on that one. I had no idea. (laughs) I don't even know what that story was about. What was it? They're opening a whole bunch of new stuff out in Disneyland Paris. In about By 30 years. years from now. 30, oh. Yeah, in 2035. So start, so start spending pl- your money now. Start planning now. For my great-grandchildren? What the? No, 2013, we'll see the uh, Toy Story Pixar attraction as well as Star Tours will open up out there. And then 2015 will be the resort and water park. I'm waiting for them to pull up Armageddon to the attraction. They love that out there. All right, and our final news story. Lord. Did Tre- anyone die? No, but pretty close. Trio charged with stealing SeaWorld Penguin. In Australia, no less. I just read about this. Three men who allegedly stole a penguin from SeaWorld were caught because they boasted about it on Facebook. (laughs) SeaWorld's Trevor Long told ABC Radio that Dirk, the fairy penguin, was recovering at the Gold Coast Marine Park in Australia after he was stolen. You picked these these on purpose. Dark the fairy penguin. Staff were relieved to have an exhausted Dirk back, as was his penguin partner. Well, it was the fairy Peaches. penguin, so he was probably out at the bar working the pole. Does you know. being stolen exhaust you? Apparently. Uh, Dirk had no chance of surviving alone in the wild, Mr. Long said. It's totally foreign to this animal. It's very, very cruel, he told the ABC radio on Monday. Uh... Sad. They found Dirk hiding under the concrete of Southport Pier and was afraid. With other fairies. <laughs> he was very They're afraid. Working, working the piers. <laughs> he was very afraid and distressed. Well, the hell is Australian, Australian Queens coming at him? <laughs> he said it was the first incident of animal theft from SeaWorld and was brought to the attention of police because the man allegedly revealed the men allegedly revealed their crime on Facebook. They must have really loved Happy Feet. Okay, so they took the the little fairy penguin from RC World. Okay, we have an Australian in the room. What the hell's a fairy penguin? <laughs> it's a small penguin. It's F E R R Y, right? No, it's fairy. no, it's fairy. Fairy. fairy you mean like a boat penguin? Well, I don't know. It makes as much sense as a little it's, Tinkerbell penguin. It's small. That's why they call it fairy penguin. Apparently, so it's they got it out of the pier. country. No, they no, found it. They in stuck the, it under a pier. This all happened in the in Australia. Okay, got it. Okay, I think I was thinking he took it from SeaWorld here and somehow took it to Australia. Yeah, for a trip that mm. would make him exhausted. Wow, I was very very sad when I read this story. You all are very mean. 
making fun of these. But he's people. okay now, right? He's fine now. He's back. Derek the fairy penguin made you so believe. You're gonna throw out Dirk the fairy penguin and think I'm gonna sit here and not say anything. Come on. You pay, he, and that's why he picked I'm telling you people, he knows. He's known me for sixteen years. He picks. He knows what stories to pick. This was a very serious story. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's all over the news. Yeah. You had to put Ronald Reagan and D23 in the same sentence. You knew where that was going to go. And then you're going to give me Dirk the Fairy Penguin and, and something happening in, in Disneyland Paris in 2035. It was a target-rich environment. All right. That'll do it for the news. Thank you, John. I am stressed. <laughs> exhausted. <laughs> Go hide under the pier. All right. Uh, let's move on to rapid fire. Who I would will. like to go? I will. Oh, can't even get it out, can I? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. Go ahead, Teresa. Um, summer concert series at Universal Nickelodeon's Victorious. Y'all know who that is? What that is? No. We'll be here Saturday, June 9th at the Music Plaza stage. ZZ Top and Three Doors Down, June 16th. Victorious is a Nickelodeon show for kids girls boys teenagers it's just it's kind of like a what is that show we watched Kathy? that used to watch the zach and cody thing oh those kind of people sweet life those kind of people (laughs) (laughs) we know manufactured people robots about robots what's not about robots you know how they the little machine picks up these people (laughs) and turns them into stars you know they're not you got it okay never mind next what machine the fame machine. The fame machine. Oh, Get you're it? You know? like metaphysically. No. Are we, are we all talking the same language? <laughs> she has a machine that makes stars. Corey? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> nice I'm so interested about this machine. This yeah. Nice handoff. Um, Test Track will be closing through late fall at um, Epcot. I think it might be closed right now. So um, to help absorb some of the crowd, um, they'll be... Ex- Expand, extending the character spot location till 10 p.m. and also the land pavilion hours. And oh, also, yeah, because that's you know, <laughs> going to make up for Test Track being closed. And they're also adding an acapella music group outside of Test Track. You know, you're just excited to be in front of Test Track and, and listen you to see music. it's closed and there's an acapella singing group there. That really makes up for it. Yeah. That's yeah. bizarre. I rode Test Track for the first time about a month ago. You know, I, 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 I love that ride. <laughs> I, love I, that ride. I, loved, I love Test Track. I really do. I love Test Track. But, you know... I think driving down I-4 is more exciting. No, I disagree. I, I enjoy I enjoy the attraction. I think once they got the bugs worked out, because you remember how difficult it, it was. It for five, four, yeah. Like three or four years. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. It would rain nonstop. But with no one on it. And they well, actually once, had more computing power there than they did for the whole space when they launched the shuttles. Yeah. Computing power and stuff. Wow. It yeah. wasn't nearly as scary as I thought it was going to be. Mm-mm. It's fun. It's 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 awesome. So I mean, um, what, you know, once they got the bugs worked out, I mean, it was, it was, it's an awesome attraction. But uh, so don't be upset. That it's closed. Just go into the land. Oh, okay. Isn't it strange? <laughs> I'll try. Isn't it strange along <laughs> with the Yaka group? Isn't it strange that they would pick over the summer to mm-hmm. close it for reality? That's what I was thinking. And this is something that up until the other day, Disney didn't announce it. It's been rumored. It was on their rehab schedule. Then they took it off. And then they had no date. And then I think like the 13th or the 14th, they came out and confirmed that it actually was going down on the 16th. Yeah. And late fall. Mm-hmm. It's pretty extensive. November 30th. So there's, there's not much over there except the acapella group Mission now, Space right? and Ellen's Adventure. Ellen. 
Which I like, sorry to say. I haven't been on that one's energy adventure in years. That's friends a good don't let rod. friends write Ellen. <laughs> hey, you <laughs> took me on Ellen. I, I know, oh, this, but you had this to coming from This coming from the woman who thinks Journey into Imagination is the best ride ever made. Oh, I like Ellen yes. better than Journey, but what can I do? All right, thank you, Corey. Kevin Close. I don't have one. Wow. Wow, really right. phoning it in this week. I was on a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny? Kevin took mine. Uh-huh. <laughs> John was on a cruise, Jim. Walter? <laughs> this would be a very rapid, rapid fire. I was not on a cruise, so I actually have one. Oh. SeaWorld would hold... Snap! Really? <laughs> <laughs> Two fingers. SeaWorld is going to hold the Viva La Musica on Saturdays. What? Viva La Musica. In honor of Dirk the Fairy Penguin. <laughs> This is an annual festival celebrating Latin culture. It's, on, it's going Saturdays now through May 5th um, for the price of the regular admission. Um, so you're going to wear your hoochie pants and uh, midriffs? Midriffs. For the cost of admission, you can enjoy um, music, food, and other activities. Um, they have concerts starting at 3 o'clock at the Bayside Stadium. Unless it's raining, it's going to be at the Nautilus Theater. And they also have... The executive chef is going to have Latin food. Does it say who the bands are? Uh, actually, it does, Johnny. <laughs> oh, you're cruel. Uh, you're cruel. Did you not see the twinkle in his eye when he asked you this? Do tell. We'll have links on this. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I'm not even a try. Oh, come on. Come on. No. Come on. Let's see. Let's. Uh, we missed Elvis Crespo. Then we got Grupo Nietzsche. <laughs> RKM and Ken Y. Gilberto Santa Rosa and other favorites. <laughs> Crespo. And who are they, Walter? Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Walter. Yeah, really? Who's the ex? I'm sure they're high energy. Latino acts, right? I would imagine, yes. I bet the music will be fabulous. Yeah. Music and the food's going to be yeah. fabulous. But I think Walter should go in the hoochie pants in the midriff. <laughs> As mango. Wasn't there some dude named Mango in there? Mango. Where did you meet Mango? <laughs> She needs a Purin tablet. Get <laughs> <A> Purin tablet. <laughs> oh my god! Corey doesn't get it. It's a gay joke, Corey. From the birdcage. I've seen I it need, once. I, I need a I need a Purin tablet. What's a Purin tablet? It's aspirin with the A and the S rubbed off. <laughs> you got to watch the birdcage. Oh, repeatedly. Oh. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> All right, Kathy, what do you got? I have the Apollo High T is discontinued on the cruise ships. On the Magic, it's going away 810, the Wonder 813, the Dream 722, and the Fantasy 813. So, I thought it's been gone for a while. No, they're actually supposed to be expanding the, the brunch. brunch. I think that's, I think that's smart. Yeah, that's yeah. smart. Yeah, that is a good idea because it's so popular. 
Mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, the brunch is more popular than the high tea. Have any of you done the high tea? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I love the high tea. Yeah, Walt did it. Tea. It seemed like an excuse just to eat way too many sweets. Well, know. your definition of high was different than everyone else's. Yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. I thought they were serving something else. But... Uh, Now, Kathy, you, um, I noticed on your Facebook page you were out at uh, Kennedy Space Center this morning. Yes, I was. And you I saw she would be. the Discovery's final... Uh, yes, it was awesome. It really the was. The pictures are gr- incredible that you got. Did you tear up? Yes, I did. Yes, of course I did. she did. I'm sure she was actually wailing. Weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, mean, I would have just didn't tear up. But it was, it was fun to be there because there was about 2,000 of us out where usually the VIPs sit and the, the news people sit when the, like when the shuttle would land. And there was about 2,000 of us out there that were all space geeks. And it was just awesome. There were some astronauts with us in the crowd. And well, they taxi. I don't know who he just was. But random astronauts? Yeah, there was, was just, just some people rest, saying they were astronauts. Really? <laughs> no, they were in their little suits, and everybody was over getting their picture <laughs> taken. And it, the astronauts it, wore their astronaut suits to the party? You can buy those in the gift shop. <laughs> <laughs> there was actually kids in little astronaut suits, too. But oh. So, like, all the people at Star Wars weekends are really from Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> But this was neat because they went down the runway one way so that everybody could see it, and then they turned around and went back the other way and took off, and then it, like went down to Patrick Air Force Base to show the people down there, and then it came back around the Space Center over the Rocket Garden, and then it came back flying about 300 feet off the ground for everybody to see. Wow. And it was, over your head? Like- well, it was like out in front of us. It's like the closest I think you could possibly get to seeing this happen. Wow. And you think that the shuttle looks so big, but when you see it sitting on the top of a 747... You know, it was just. Yeah, they're really. It's they're really not that big. No. Was this an actual mission? No, it wasn't. No, no, no. no. It's, it's, it was mounted on top of a 747. It's going to the Smithsonian in Washington. Oh. It was cool. I watched it on the news. But I it was it. it was cool for me because I said, you know, when I was a kid growing up, seeing the space program, never ever would have thought that I would get to the space center. But that was when Jules Verne. Yeah. Went, went to the moon. Yeah, yeah. long time ago and. <laughs> Got to see, you know, like the progression of the, the program and then to see it fly off today. And it, and they keep saying, oh, but there's more things coming. But to me, it's like the death of an era. Yeah, it really is. No, you're absolutely right. I have a feeling we're going to see that third park at Disneyland Paris first. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's and a the shame. The space program always annoyed me. It preempted other stuff. Really? Oh, yeah. It took off my regular shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always found it fascinating. Like what? Dark Shadows and All My Kids? What? <laughs> Yeah, why? What's wrong with that? I mean, this thing's been our, been in our backyard forever. I mean, mm-hmm. just yeah. go in your backyard and you can see the shuttle launch. Yeah, that was always neat from Orlando. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, always always visible. Yeah. You could always see them, and sometimes you could hear the twin sonic booms when it would come yeah. back. Yep. In the middle of the night. Wonder what it was. <laughs> oh, what was that? Yeah, everyone starts running it's out of their house. More than once, I've jumped up and thought, "What yeah. the heck?" Mm-hmm. And you realize it's a shuttle. Yeah. So we lived close enough. That we could actually hear the rumble from the takeoff. It arrived at our house about eight to ten minutes after the actual liftoff. Wow, sad. But the Kennedy Space Center is still an incredible place to go visit. I've got to get back over there. Yeah, it's been so long, years. I think it's time to do a big old segment on Kennedy Space Center. I it's, know there's a bunch of our listeners that are coming in for the podcast cruise, or some coming. 
before the cruise, and some are going down to the Space Center after the cruise. So well, that'd be fun. Tag along for that. Maybe we'll just do a big field trip. I could. Yeah, wouldn't it be cool? Like a hundred deserts just yeah. you know mm-hmm. converging on the Space Center. That'd be cool. Field That'd be fun. Trip. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, that will do it for Rapid Fire. We hope you enjoyed this segment. We'll be back with you again next time with another episode of the Diz Unplug Roundtable. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn links.